Welcome back to the California Work Comp Report. Today we're on part two with Dr. John Alchemy discussing the politics of impairment rating and why politics is an appropriate word for the interaction between stakeholders. And so I guess that that begs uh, kind of the final question I have here today is uh, what is the end game for creating smooth politics uh, for settlement? And we're not talking Avengers end game here because that's quite a violent answer. Um, we're talking a nice... <laughs> We're talking a nice uh, one of understanding. <laughs> we'll call it a soft landing, you know, soft how, how landing. does that for a case? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one of the things I think that gets um, forgotten or also lost in the in the way of, you know, treating and requests for authorizations and appointments and all this thing is <clears throat> it's very easy for the stakeholders to lose a track of where the case is in MMI. Because remember, we can, really can't get to an impairment rating until a case is at MMI. Once that happens, then the rating can occur. So, so um, a, a seasoned uh, <clears throat> doctor, nurse case manager, adjuster, or attorney kind of has their um, fingers on the pulse of the case and how it's going along. And because it's once once you pull that trigger and the case is MMI, it's kind of like all your data is in you know, for that rating. And if your MRI didn't get ordered or um, x-rays weren't done or, you know, a diagnostic test or a medication trial, you know, by the time it's MMI, um, it's either been done or it hasn't. So there, there's there's two sets of skills. One is kind of knowing when MMI is coming. And then two, understanding what the report should reflect and what the rating is going to be when right. MMI gets there. And and those that understand this in advance definitely have an upper hand. And I've said this before in other um, uh, podcasts as well, but but the person who has the, the true understanding of the value of the claim is totally in the driver's seat for settlement because other people are going to be doing their best job, but there's going to be some guessing going on. And if you know the exact value of the case, because maybe you've used a product like RateFast, you know the impairment rating, you know the apportionment, you know the reasons why. Um, when you sit down, that's a very powerful place to be in because you know if the counteroffer coming back to you is too high or too low. And uh, you know how you behave when you know the truth and other people are giving you options to exercise it, that's sort of a that's that's an ethical question more than a factual one. Right. But, Knowledge but is power in this situation. It, it is. Yeah. And and knowing a correct and accurate price um, on a case and a fair price uh, really um, puts a lot of uh, power and efficiency into the stakeholder that understands the rules of the game and how things are, are priced accurately and not politically. Um, you can play some politics around the edge, but again, if you know the impairment rating going in, what that value is and why that value is, um, <clears throat> it just becomes more, um, you know, of, of an academic exercise um, and somewhat of a, a political ec exercise after that. So I think that's probably the, the the first thing. The other thing I think that people lose track of, it, or just don't understand at all, is the power of the activities of daily living. And this is something I run up to, uh, you know, over and over again. I just had a question. I think it was from a defense attorney about this today, but the activities of daily living are the true currency of whole person impairment. I've said this in other uh, podcasts, I'm gonna say it again, but just remember this, the whole person impairment 
is a reflection of the ADLs. And I think a lot of people pick up the the AMA guides. They maybe go to a course for a weekend or something, and they just believe that the AMA guides is totally focused on generating a WPI value, which it is to a certain extent. But that WPI value is just a stand-in for the activity of daily living loss. And, and if you don't understand that, and you don't understand the way that the ADLs are actually scored and weighing in on the final rating, you've kind of missed the whole point of the AMA guides. Right. And um, it's, it's, it's throughout the book, it's very clear that uh, ADLs um, are kind of in the driver's seat of impairment rating. And it's clearly um, something that the judicial side looks at as well when the judge is trying to decide, is this rating proper? Meaning, will the money being provided for this rating adequately take care of the injured worker? Or are they eventually just going to become a ward of the state because they can't work in any capacity and their settlement wasn't appropriate enough to take care of their injuries? So it's always about the ADLs. Um, and, and that, I think, if we all had a better understanding of the activities of daily living, I think there'd be a lot less fighting over the impairment ratings and also um, over the apportionment as well. The the other thing that I think gets missed by a lot of people is this idea that often when you look at a report, and it doesn't matter if it's a primary treating report, a QME report, an AME report, if if you know what you're looking for in a report and and you see that that it's not there, it's a red flag that there's something wrong with this case. And what I'm really talking about is the balancing of the patient's subjective pain, typically the zero to 10 score, balanced with the activities of daily living loss. Because you know not a lot of people understand this, but back in chapter 18 of the back of the AMA guides, fifth edition, there's the pain chapter. And the pain chapter very clearly lays out a relationship between the loss of ADLs and the numeric value of the pain that's provided by the patient. So you can imagine that if someone says I have 10 out of 10 pain, but out of the 34 ADLs, the only thing I have a problem with is sitting, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, you know, likewise, um, I can't perform any of my daily activities of daily living, but my pain is mild, it's a two. You know, that doesn't make any sense either. So again, for the master of the impairment rating, when they look at a report, they're reading all these things in between the lines. They're not just looking at ranges of motion and, you know, x-ray loss of joint space. You know, those things are important, but the real story and the real value of the rating, um, particularly when you have to think about Almarez Guzman, it's all about the ADL um, connection and making sure that those, those things are in parity. It's kind of like, you know, I'm thinking about this, uh, it, not basing the the measurements off of the uh, the ADLs is is almost as if you had a thermometer that told you which temperature it was based off of whether water yeah. was frozen, water was just water, or whether it was boiling. And those are the, you know, those are the three measurements for temperature versus like, what degree is it right now? <laughs> you know, it's something that's a lot more granular, a lot more specific, um, you know, shows mm -hmm. a lot more due diligence and everything. So yeah, so that's that's the thing you got to look at. You got to look at the, uh, you got to look at where the where the mercury is hitting on the on the uh, on the thermometer to see you know what degree is it right now, not not where the water's at. <laughs> so um, yeah, and the other thing, the AMA guide, uh, you know, and I, I want the listeners to understand this 
is the AMA guides is actually um, all about mathematical relationships um, and and weighted values um, and currency exchanging from you know a, a, a hand impairment to an upper extremity impairment to a whole person impairment. There's there's this whole backstory and woven layer of mathematical patterns in the AMA guides that um, unless you're looking for them or know how to look for them, they're totally invisible to everyone. And when it's invisible, the whole AMA guides is just magic. But when right. you understand, um, you know, the rules and the relationships, it just becomes very clear and um, routine, you know, to, to be able to see these things. And, um, you know, that's the whole point of rate fast. You know, we should not and cannot be expected to understand the AMA guides and uh, do an accurate job on all body parts. It's it's just not realistic. Right. Um, however, when you have the whole AMA guides digitally encoded into multiple streams of data that cross-check each other, validate, invalidate different pieces with this layered um, logic, um, all you really need to do is kind of understand the basis and the quality of the data that goes in. Because as they say, garbage in, garbage out. It's true with anything, and it's true with impairment rating. You can be using the best calculator in the world, but if you're not able to um, look at uh, the equation history, yeah, or ask about ADLs, um, you know, the rating's not going to be as good as it could be. So, you know, that's, I think, really the, the, uh, the other big take home here. Um, know when MMI is coming, become a master of the ADLs, understand that the AMA guides is a mathematical document, you know, not a, not a medical document per se. Um, and, and once you understand this, um, you're going to know the right, the right price to settle a case. And most importantly, and this is one thing I, I didn't put down is that an experienced person, I, I know when they're experienced because they know when to stop asking questions because they've arrived at their conclusion that they're at the right value and they're done. Um, someone who's not quite so sure, they're going to keep asking questions because they're really not sure what answer they're looking for. So, yeah. so again, more politics, but um, I just hope our discussion here is kind of clarified for people, um, you know, why these reports become so contentious and so political, and they really don't have to be. Right. If, if, if you don't know where you're going, you'll never know when you arrive. <laughs> well said, Corey. Well Thank said. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's that's been a a very informative uh, uh, rundown on on sort of this uh, very you know political world. It's hard of hard to avoid politics in our modern world, but we try to we try to keep our own little uh, enclosure here in, in the world of rate fast, you know, and, and try to make the politics go smooth, you know. Um, and uh, with that said, John, uh, uh, do you have any closing words for for our listeners today? Well, I don't know. Closing is the way, but I do have advice. And and I think the advice is this. Um, it's going to somewhat sound like a shameless plug for the product, but, um, <laughs> but I think <laughs> it kind of has to be. You can either spend all your free time, you know, reading through the AMA guides, um, chapter to chapter, end to end, um, doing all the math longhand, um, thinking that you understand it well, or you can focus on understanding what the intake values are, what the critical data is in a report, um, shrink your blind spots, and use RateFast 
So you don't have to worry about all the details and the decimal points. And all you need to do is to be able to understand a report and look at it and find those critical pieces, the ADLs, the pain, do they match? Um, you know, was, was the math done here? Was it a comprehensive intake? And does it all make sense at the end of the day? So that, that's really the closing advice to everyone. You're allowed to bring a calculator to the test. The calculator yes, you is may. Right. Yes. <laughs> the Wear calculator your Apple is right best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again, John, for, for coming on the pod. And, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Absolutely. Always great to talk. Thanks, Corey. Thanks for listening. For more about the politics of impairment rating and what that means for stakeholders, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. If you're a listener and have questions or comments about the show, shoot us an email at caworkcompreport at rate-fast.com. And as always, try out RateFast Express, the workers' compensation impairment report service that helps you close your claims this week at rate-fast.com.